Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. Our bit today comes from John 10, 10b. And that says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And as we move on through life with another new day, I do hope that we are appreciating and enjoying the abundant life that Christ died for us to have. What? You don't know anything about the abundant life Christ died for us to inherit? Oh, poor souls, please listen to Jesus as he talks about his role as the good shepherd. He says, The thief cometh not, but for or except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And that comes from John 10.10. Yes, friends, Jesus didn't die only so that we could go to heaven, but that we could also enjoy life down here on earth. Our Heavenly Father, or rather our heavenly life, doesn't begin when we physically get to heaven, but when we receive Jesus. That's when all the good things kick in kick in, like the entrance of the Holy Spirit and all its wonderful fruit and God's goodness and mercy that he lavishes on all believers in his son, Jesus Christ. So although life on earth can be rough, with Jesus in our hearts and souls, we can still enjoy what we have down here, boosted by the promises of what awaits us in heaven. Why do you think the psalmist wrote these marvelous words way back when? Eh? This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we know that comes from Psalm 118 verse 24. And that's because God gives us a new day every 24 hours so that we can awaken fresh and bright and enjoy it. He wants us to leave the old day behind and enjoy the new one. So why do you think Jesus told his listeners, take therefore no thought for the morrow. That means do not worry about tomorrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil or trouble thereof. And that's another popular verse we all know that comes from Matthew 6.34. And he told them that, because we ought to concentrate on the day in front of us, that's today. For every day has its own problems, most of which we can't control or even know about until we come to it. So we should not place as much emphasis on tomorrow as we do on today. Oh, and just a gentle reminder, you know that tomorrow never comes. Because we call every new day today. That means we are always living in today, the present, not yesterday or tomorrow. And that's why the Lord only allows us to live one day at a time. We can barely handle today, much less to worry about tomorrow or be overly concerned about yesterday, which we can do absolutely nothing about since it's already long gone. 
But unfortunately, that doesn't stop so many of us living in the past, allowing the things that have already gone and been forgotten and forgiven by the Lord to haunt us, to make us miserable so that we cannot enjoy today. And please remember the words of Isaiah on the Lord's behalf. I, even I, am he that blotted out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. And that's taken from Isaiah 42, 35. And then Psalm 103 graciously informs us, As far as the east is from the west, so far had he, that's God, removed our transgressions from us. And that's from 103, Psalm 103, 12. So why can't we remove our own sins to it instead of allowing them to cloud and clog our hearts and souls and stop us from enjoying the abundant life Christ died for us to have? And remember too, God's promise through Jeremiah of a new covenant to put his law in the hearts of the people so everyone will know him and turn to him. As Jeremiah says, for I will forgive their iniquity and will remember their sin no more. And that all that there comes from Jeremiah 31, 33 to 34. And that's exactly what God did when he gave his son's life for us, made him pay for our sins, then placed the Holy Spirit in the lives of all those who choose to believe in him so that they could have close and intimate communion with him. And if he's done all of that, what's the purpose then of Christ dying on our behalf if we refuse to enjoy the things he died for us to have? Eh? None whatsoever, my people. Now, here's an interesting question that one commentator asked. Does God really forget our sins? The answer is not so much that he forgets, but more like he chooses not to remember. God is omniscient, so he knows everything and truly forgets nothing. He just chooses to forget our sins because Christ has already paid for them. It's just like when we forgive we choose not to remember the wrongs committed against us. But until we learn to let the past that currently burdens us dwell in the past and, and we live in the present with great hope for the future, we'll never be able to enjoy what Christ has died to provide us. Oh, my people, our great and wonderful God desires great and wonderful things for us in this earthly life. But we have to let go of the old things before we can get those new ones. We need to take these words of Brother Paul to the church at Corinth very seriously. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And that's one of our favorite verses from 2 Corinthians. Chapter 5, verse 17. Yes, friends, when we come to Christ, we need to become a totally new person, throwing away old bad habits and taking up new godly ones. 
And that's the job of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. But he cannot do anything on his own. He needs our participation to bring about those new godly changes. And remember, they don't happen overnight either. That means patience is necessary. But it's most definitely time for us to be wise and begin throwing away all the baggage that's weighing us down. And we can do that if we accept Christ's invitation, where he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And we know that comes from Matthew eleven twenty-eight. That's right, my precious people. Christ is the answer to whatever ails us this Tuesday morning. And if we sincerely turn to him, he will indeed give us rest from our problems. And you know what, friends? The great thing about Christ is, is that although our problems might not disappear, we can still have his peace in the midst of the mightiest storm. Here is awesome promise now. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Mercy, mercy me, friends. And that's the gospel truth. With the peace of Christ circulating in your body and soul, you can be peaceful even amidst serious calamity. But to get it, you have to go to him and ask for it. It won't come to you by osmosis or simply wishing for it. Now, for those of us who have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior and are reveling in this constant communion, let's go home declaring, oh yes, I spelled it right again. Let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know who and whose we are. Altogether now, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm what I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. Oh, glory be, my brethren. But no, it behooves us to go out and share that awesome friendship an amazing love of Christ, so that others will want to know him by the good example we set. Much love. And the postscript for today says, when you become a new creation in Christ, life becomes oh so exciting and adventuresome. And you better believe that, my people, once you're walking and walking and living for Christ, you'll be surprised and some of the adventures and the excitement that he puts you through. So please, let's get to him today now. Let's believe and turn to him and get in good communion with Christ because he's the answer. He's the only one that could get, out, get us out of all the mess that we are in. And we pray that in his name this Tuesday morning. Have a blessed day, my people. Amen. 